Hello and welcome to the 6++ Plus Show, a podcast for your wargaming and 40k needs. Hobby talk, tactics, tournament reports, lore and much more. We have it all. Please welcome your host for the evening, Tom. Welcome, ladies, gentlemen, and gribbly tollkeepers, to that six plus 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 show. Uh, I am your host, Tom, and today we are kicking things off with a very special first edition of a new segment we're going to be running called State of Play, where we examine specific factions in depth for an hour, get into what makes them tick, get into how they've been doing, get into what they're headed in the future. And most importantly, we talk to some people we love very much who are very damn good at playing said army. So with that in mind, I am joined tonight by the current number one seeded Death Guard player in the world, Stuart McIntyre. Say hello, Stuart. Hello. We're not worthy. Yeah. It's a pleasure to have you on. Um, and I'm also regrettably joined by Lee, a man of no worthy note. It's, it's hard to argue with any of that. And I've just said it's great to have someone on here who finally knows what they're talking about. <laughs> it's been long overdue, right? Got to, got to get that talent in from got somewhere. Got some credibility somewhere because mm-hmm. we can't just keep coasting. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking all things Death Guard. This is an army that thankfully all of us played to some extent. Uh, they were my first army back in the game. Lee picked them up. Mine was a, a lockdown project, really. Ninth, yeah. uh, they, had, they, had, they had a shiny new book, and I was like, oh, my armies are kind of all rubbish. Let's pick a good one. And then, I mean, the story will tell how that went um, yeah. for the next year or two. Um, but, yeah. but, um, but actually, Stuart's, uh, Stuart's Death Guard origin story, we don't know. So that's what we're going to start with today. I'm very, I'm genuinely curious because I actually don't know. When no, I met Stuart, he, when I first met Stuart, he was a fully formed little Death Guard player out of his <laughs> chrysalis, ready to go. So Stuart, take us through it. How and when did Death Guard happen for you? What's your background? Uh, so amazingly, it, it, um, it falls into the same... Uh, plague-ridden story of a lot of people, I guess. Uh, we got <laughs> stuck at home with not a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a Chaos Space Marine player since yes. I came back into the hobby to play 40k. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a Chaos collector even longer than that. I played Fantasy 2nd Edition, went to GT's, worked for Games Workshop for a short period of time and mm. used to sit in the Games Workshop in St. Albans and write disgusting lists until <laughs> and try and spin sixes and do all the things that you do <laughs> until, you, until you go to university and decide you don't want to paint toy soldiers very much anymore. Um, so when Chaos Space Marines kind of started to fall by the wayside, I decided I wanted to have a bit of every legion. And I'd been working my way through and I picked up some Thousand Sons and painted some of them. And Death Guard actually were just the next thing on the list. I just wanted to paint some. Mm. Uh, and I found someone selling some secondhand and started doing some conversions because I love my kit bashing. Yeah. And then started playing them and then went, oh, this is my kind of calling. They play <laughs> the way I like to play, you know. Yeah. Um, I tried the Thousand Sons. There was too much admin. Um, and the Chaos Space Marines still felt too much like 7th edition where you needed great big balls of death uh, with a million overlapping auras and if it didn't work you died Um, so yeah I felt that they were a way of me improving myself basically can I just Um, add at this point 
Stuart's army. So I hate going to events where Stuart goes to them actually because he always wins <laughs> all the best painted um, and best <laughs> army uh, awards every event. Not that I'm really in the running for them anyway, but just I mean, I'm if you if not. you get the chance, I don't know if Stuart if you've got like an Instagram page or anything like that, but you yeah, should have one that. and you should plug it now because your armies yeah. are beautiful. Um, oh, absolutely, the three people that are going to watch this should go there and see that. Oh, definitely. Because, yeah. And if we if we could get if we could borrow a photo of your your lads to get up on the Insta when we put this uh, put this out, that'd be lovely. So we can yeah. show, show off. It's your, it's your possessed that haunt me. Their little grins. Yeah, little they haunt me in the game. Actually, <laughs> some horrible stories about them. There's wonderful conversions in there. Oh, that's Thank interesting. You. It was another lockdown project. Yeah. I, for some reason, I had it in my head that you'd been playing Death Guard for years and years and years. No. No, it's always been Chaos Space Marines. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, that's yeah, Death Guard's yeah. the the addition. So it's a lot like yourself, Lee, where that sort of chaos is very much the, the bedrock yeah. of what you're yeah. about. But obviously, Death Guard have had such su- such nice new stuff in the last few years in terms of models and range that they are a really nice one to dive into, aren't they, as a project? Oh, yeah, absolutely. so probably only properly started recording competitive Death Guard games in June, May, June yeah. of last yeah. year. Nice. Um, and keeping a track of how I was doing. And that coincides mm. with the, the the club I go to reopening. Yes. As well. So Twisted Dice. Indeed. Another shout out for them. They are getting some good publicity from our three viewers. (laughs) The problem is actually Stuart, you're one of our three viewers. Yeah. I was gonna say I don't know if Stuart's on here, I don't know who's gonna say. Who else is gonna watch? (laughs) (laughs) One of our all time all time favourite viewers. Yeah. But we'll we'll wait and see. I think I think with the way Death Guard currently are this week, not to give too much away, I think we'll get some interest just from people who are excited to chat Death I Guard hope right so. now. But we will see. So let's let's launch into it because I think it's it's actually very interesting to hear you say that you feel they're a natural fit for you Ooh. stylistically. Because I think that begs the question of I'm very curious how you see Death Guard stylistically, how you how you see them when you're playing them and when you're using them. What what's the sort of the vision for how a Death Guard army works. How do you think they've been kitted out in ninth edition to play the game? And what is it about that perhaps that suits you, do you think? So I think that it's fair to say it's one of the one of the better balanced codexes. Yes. Uh, from front to back. Um, there's some units that over the two years of ninth have seen far more play than others, but at but at the same time, there's there's also been nothing that's been nerfed to the ground or spammed mm. to Kingdom Come, you know. Um, so it lends itself well to being run in quite a few different ways. And even now, there's still countless debates on like, Death Guard Facebook groups and forums <laughs> and whatnot about, well, I'm going to try this and I'm going to try that. And so mm. The formula is still not really solved. Yeah. Um, so that's that's part of it that the book's balanced. So if you're a collector of an army, it's actually one of those ones where it's quite nice to collect all of it because all of it's relevant. Yeah, yeah. Um, you can find a place for any of it. Um, mm. The other thing about play style um, that it lends itself well to is that it plays in every phase. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in armies that play in every phase. Yeah, um, and and actually, it's probably its most crucial phase, ironically, for what's thought of as being a slow army, is the command and movement phase. Yeah, mm. yeah. Um, because if you get those wrong, then you get double punished because you're slow. <laughs> yes. Um, so, but at the same time, you're rewarded by um, by getting a lot of those things right. 
basically. Mm. So that's that's kind of the appeal, if you like. Mm. Um, and then did you you asked about what the the nuts and bolts are? Or... Yeah, I think if if you're going to try and sort of describe what their sort of their key strengths and their key mm. mechanics are, what 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 are the things that every every game every list tends to hinge on for you with Death Guard? So it's got a wonderfully diverse mortal wound output. Yeah, um, it really does. <laughs> it um, it loves uh, weird things like Gasgol and Catans and things like that, because I don't think there's another army that can do mortal wounds in as many different phases, not a mm. crazy volume, but just, it can just keep putting a smattering of pressure all the time. Um, whether it be Typhus in the command phase, stratagems in the command phase, um, I can do mortal wounds in the movement phase through a relic. I can do mortal yeah. wounds in, uh, you know, shooting through all kinds of things and obviously in combat. And then if you kill me, I blow up and do mortal wounds to you that way. You know, it's, um, I've even got things that do mortal wounds in your movement phase. If you're standing too close to me, it's, there's lots of just constantly pestering your opponent and making them do the thing they don't want to do first. It's like, yeah. And most of the time, those things don't even come off. Oh, do you know if the, you're standing six inches away from me, I'm going to do D3 mortal wounds to you. Oh, I'll move further away. Brilliant. Now you're further away. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> the deterrent army. Yeah. yeah. All the time. Oh, I've got a strat to heroically intervene. Oh, I'll just move a bit further back. Brilliant. You're further back. You know, it's, it's not that you're trying to catch people out. It's just that you've got all these mechanics that make someone have to revert away from what their normal plan would be. And I think yeah. that's the same for everything that the army does, whether that's having one thing left alive at the end when the person was totally <laughs> expecting to clean your, um, your, mm. mod, your unit out or, um, you know, just not quite killing enough in combat and then getting hit back and that getting mm. a bit of chip damage that they weren't really expecting. Not through spiky dice, just because yeah. a little bit of extra toughness and a slightly better save or feel no pain or whatever it is, just it, it, you've got to play death guard against death guard enough I feel to, to truly understand what it takes to completely wipe a unit. And yeah. once you've got it, it's doable. It's not a difficult mm. thing. Like I've played a couple of games recently against the new craft world book. <laughs> and if it wants to kill something, it's dead. <laughs> yeah. But if you're greedy and you try and split fire yeah, and you leave two things with five, five models in each, then you've actually, you might as well have not shot either of them. Mm. So it's those kind of things. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a big part of it for me, um, understanding the capabilities of how the army can survive um, yes. and where it needs to do that on the board. Um, it does some really nice things about moving outside of outside of the movement phase, whether it's resurrecting poxwalkers, um, whether it's in like the term and assess function about being able to deep strike things that wouldn't normally be allowed to, or bringing things back into from reserve. It's not mm. like a craft world army in that regard where it's got move, shoot, move functionality or, you know, leaving combat after you've been in combat. It's, it's, but the, it's the timing that's yeah. crucial. So you've both played against me and, and seen me do it, whether it be a heroic intervention with a pox Walker unit, like we did in our game, Lee, that you mentioned yeah. on the podcast. It was that so, gave me so clever. <laughs> three, inches, three inches of movement and a three inch pile in, and then a three inch consolidate at the end, as you surf so around powerful. the unit. Yeah, so powerful. Um, 
I never really recovered from that, and it's just yeah. <laughs> and and that no, that unit that would normally have only been allowed to go four inches plus in advance is past the midboard in my turn one. Yeah. Um, but with little things like that, or you know, we had the same thing in a Gene Stealer Colt game, Tom, where you know you shoot seven pox walkers, and it feels like you're doing something, and then six yeah. come back, and now I'm on the yeah, objective, yeah, yeah. and I score twelve on the primary because it yeah. the pox the strat for bringing back the pox walkers happens at the beginning of the command phase, yeah. and you score the primary at the end of the command phase. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's those so. those are really crucial elements of of being a Death Guard player is knowing when to use mm-hmm. some of those. Um, those tricks and when you need to sacrifice a unit and when you really need a unit to survive because you need that swing mm. yeah. um the psychic support's good in the army i feel that's great really solid spells that you're going to want in your army for sure you, i, I yeah. wouldn't play my death card without a caster curse of the leopard can do one as an elf player and i'm not a fan to put it into my list though because i always want miasma and i always want putrescent yeah. vitality so yeah, that's my yeah. minus one to hit and plus one strength and toughness on an infantry unit mm. are you looking um, at the plus one toughness normally show it is that what the important thing is there yeah mostly yeah uh, the, the, yeah and that probably leads on to something we'll talk about later but um, understanding your opponent. Yes. Um, because we've got toughness four and toughness five all over the place in terms of infantry, sometimes you want to be toughness six and sometimes you just need everything to be toughness five. Mm-hmm. And it's about where you prioritize where those buffing spells go. And don't get me wrong, you know, with Typhus, it is brilliant to turn around to someone and scare the living hell out of them when you go, those poxwalkers are t- strength five now. Yeah, and your minus one toughness. So the swing is actually three points on that graph. So normally a strength three toughness four battle turns into a strength five versus toughness three battle, and my poxwalkers are wounding on threes, and it mm. you know it can feel quite um, uh, surprising all of a sudden for someone's uh, calculations on how they're trading with you. Mm. Um, we have good re rolls. There's plenty of reroll one auras and the plague weapon mechanic mm, so um, can get you out of trouble a lot of time, yeah. especially with the plague burst crawlers, entropy cannons, and um, the mortars being strength eight. You're wounding a lot of things on twos that you want to kill anyway. Um, so to be able to reroll the ones to wound with a vehicle that you don't normally get any other form of rerolls with um, just adds that little layer of efficiency, which is great. Um, and I guess the last thing that cycles back to playing in all of the phases um is that if you allow yourself to and not get caught up in a in a arm wrestle um mm. it does actually play the mission quite well yes especially the primary yeah i was gonna say the, pri- the primary in particular is where they've got a lot of play right well, yeah. that's your so that's your win condition your, mm-hmm. your biggest win condition is can i get my opponent down to 30 on the primary yes yeah without a doubt yeah, it's an interesting one, and I think I think so much of what you say there really hammers in. I think they're one of those armies where a lot of the opportunities in the game, I think, come from the mistakes your opponents make trying to deal yeah. with the puzzles you set them in a way. Yeah, you know, I think if they're not one of these armies the where they're, they're not one of these armies where you can spot and exploit something miles away. But they're one of those armies where if the opponent doesn't handle you very carefully and with the exact right applications, they open themselves up, right? They they mm. they un- they undercommit. They don't kill what they should kill. They leave yep. things vulnerable. And once you get in close, where all of the antics happen, all of the nasty shenanigans are in play, 
And if you haven't done what you went in there to do, yeah. you're in big trouble. <laughs> big, big trouble. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and we've got some great strats to help with things like that as well. You mm. know, with, with Army, especially at the time when Death Guard came out, Space Marines were the powerhouse. Yes. And the Space Marine model is about those two big overlapping aura entities with either dreadnoughts or hard hitting infantry or something coming from deep strike coming in, lining something up with everything around it. That's great and doing its job at maximum efficiency. And if you know that that's what someone's got to do and you can all of a sudden go for two CP, you now can't shoot that unit unless it's the closest everything they've planned <laughs> in their movement phase is for yeah. normal because they can't yeah. shoot the thing they wanted to shoot. Now they've got to shoot the things they don't want to shoot with the things they don't really want to shoot them with. Um, and that might l- leverage a good turn for you the following turn. If you, if you can time that right, not it being a gotcha moment, mm. um, but it's, it's the nature of the, that kind of strap. You know? mm-hmm. no, so, definitely. Cool. That's pretty uh, much. That's I was going to say, as, as, a, as a point of curiosity, obviously, we've, we've talked about what they're good at, and we've talked about what their strengths are. As someone that plays them, what would you say the sort of natural weaknesses or challenges are for Death Guard? Um, obviously, um, we can talk about the meta in a minute, but sort of yeah, meta irrespective. What are the things that kind of Death Guard don't necessarily have in their locker or need to be very careful with in in the play in order to function? Um, so they've got a pretty weak secondary mm. option. Yes. Um, I would find it very difficult to choose my secondaries. Yeah, yeah it's probably the weakest set of um, faction-specific secondaries that have been released. Yeah, which is why uh, the primary becomes so important, right? Because it's not yeah, it's part, not yeah, especially, yeah. There's no yeah. Herd the Prey. There's no <laughs> auto-take. Although I would love I'm to see Dark Elf, try and I, score I get 15 points. <laughs> Thanks very much. Um, yeah. And it's only a bit of wording away from it being right, but... You know, we're not here to talk about how to change the rules um, necessarily. Um, mm. But I think they've also learned some lessons from that because they then mm. introduced very similar type secondaries into some new books um, that work slightly better. And, uh, you know, even Lee's Army, Thousand Suns, yeah, have basically the, the same Suns. thing. You go and stand on an objective, you do a thing, you get three points. I've got exactly the same one of those, but I can only do it if it's completely empty. Yeah. Yeah. I can put Reaver Bikers and on not, it and nothing happens. Yeah, yeah. and that leads on probably, <laughs> yeah. It's precisely, and that leads on perfectly to the second point, which actually is that Death God aren't actually all that killy. No, um, they have to get quite close to be quite killy, don't mm. they? You need to be in sort of punching range or cuddling range, as we like to yeah, call it. There was a cuddle big... range in this house, yeah. <laughs> if I think back to LGT last year, um, and I consider the three the three guys that were at the top end of the room when we were playing round five, you had. Terminus Est um, at the time, which I think surprised a lot of people, but yes. everything else was one, uh, minimum one, two, maybe even three Volkite Contemptors. Yeah. Uh, and probably the same again of Playburst Crawlers because they're just super efficient mm-hmm. and they could be your to the last and it's all those great things. Um, mm. And actually that is precisely why it was built because you need that secondary, right? Mm. Um. I think that that killing from the from ranged is even less um, relevant now. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, plague burst crawlers. I mean, I, I'd already been talking about it a month ago in various chats and stuff, saying 
I'm going to try out Terminus S yes. because the, the Plague Burst Crawler, just every time I look at it, it just doesn't feel efficient enough. You know, mm. it shoots into Custody's bikes and does nothing. It shoots into like Harlequins and does nothing. It shoots into mm. Tau and kills a shield drone. It's like, mm. what, what are they doing for me? You know, mm-hmm. um, as great as they are and as iconic as they are. Um, <laughs> they are so iconic. <laughs> they're, just, they're not actually, they're not killing anything. Yeah. Um, so, so that was interesting. Uh, and then, and then you kind of think, well, without them, what do I have in my army that's more than movement five? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is difficult. So, you, so, so then you, you either lean into that more, I guess, and say, well, that's fine. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to use all my tricks to move around. Mm. Or you can, you could bring in some of the more obscure demon engines. Yeah. Mm. Um, I'm a yeah. huge fan of the Mephitic Blight Haulers. In I, I also love the Blight Haulers. Yeah, I'm not. I, it's funny. I, I see a lot of people. I know Don Houston's run mm. the Demon Engine list um, at the beginning of this year to try it out. I think. Yeah, but um, he's not number one in the world anymore. So we should just <laughs> to be fair, I mean, yeah, I don't, know, I don't know why we're telling you what we We've like. got absolutely <laughs> no idea what we're saying. No, no, no. Little puppy. I just, I just I feel that they, they need too much babysitting. Mm. Uh, they need you to change your plague company to be relevant because you mm-hmm. need the four up in front. They do like Poxmongus. You need yeah. strat- you need the stratagem to to reduce attacks by one. Yeah, so you spend CP on yeah, them yeah. every turn. And then the missile launcher and the melter multi melter aren't plague weapons, so you're not getting rerolls. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, so so I look at all of those kind of things and go two hundred and sixty points for two of them. What could I do with those 260 points that I like more that plays the mission that doesn't need to kill anything to still get me points? Mm. Um, so recently for me, it's been, you know, introducing Plague Marines back into my play, taking Rhinos, yep. taking yep. the Possessed. Um, and we'll go on to why those units probably are now going to go back to the shelf um, <laughs> and, and other things are going to join them instead. Um, the mowers are great. For oh, screen. the flesh mower is always great. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that was one of the things that when that, when I first saw the new rules for that, when that leaked, I was sort of like, "Oh my word, this mm, is yeah. this is very fun." Obviously, the you know the way things have crept since. Not yeah, they're quite, one of the, it's, it's not that killy, but it's still very still killy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it was brilliant to introduce. I introduced them into my list uh, when Grey Knights were at their most prevalent. Yeah. So I wanted I introduced a third plague burst crawler because the HP cannons love the. Um, Grandmasters, mm. and I introduced two drones because strength seven, damage two versus toughness six with no invun sounds great. Yeah, to go and mop up interceptors and whatever. So, and and that's again goes back to the thing we said at the beginning. It's a great army to collect because you it, it can all be relevant. Um, mm. As the meta shifts, you can find another bit in the book that's a yes. new fun thing to do. So, yeah, other weaknesses. Um, we're very vulnerable to mortal wounds, ironically. Um, yes. Although it used to be the thing the army was best at. Yeah. yeah. Um, there. And we're very vulnerable to very high rates of fire. Mm-hmm. As much as toughness five Marines sounds great. Um, if you get looked at in the wrong way by, I don't know, a warp spider unit or um, 35 dire Avengers, you are going to fall over. Oh, for sure like really bad it's, or, it's or, fair to say, isn't it? or whatever you know yeah. but then again so doesn't everything else so i don't know yeah, yeah. but it, um, i think it's, it's definitely fair to say that low points for death guard meta wise in this edition have coincided with high points for very concentrated ranged fire 
armies, right? That's been mm. that's been the case when you've had when you've had Admech, that's been a low point. When Tau was sort of coming out and were, were very, very, very oppressive more recently, that that kind of that sort of just mass shooting that just doesn't care how tough you are, yeah. how, what, how good your inbun no. is, it's just going to get through you eventually. That leaves, with, yeah. with the mobility and the other issues Deckard had, those armies that don't need to engage with you at all Yeah, are hard work. Bring, bring on 120 las guns from guards. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's the next thing, right? That's oh, the next no. thing. That, that's um, all in production, I assume. Yeah, who, who, who needs to be toughness eight with a three-up save and a five-up inbun when you're getting auto-wounded on sixes by a, a random guy in a shirt? Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah it's uh it's going to be interesting i think i think the next month is going to be fun for that but mm. um yeah so those are those are probably the main things and then yeah. coming back full circle because you've got a small pool of secondaries to pick from um you get double punished for either bad list design yeah. or if someone can deny one of those mm. yes um, no definitely are you so, struggling? I guess what I would normally think at the moment is to bring in one of the new well, the change to psychic interrogation. Um, are, you, are you looking to try and get a second caster in just for that, or is it too many points that you can't afford? Well, interestingly, you can't actually build a Death Guard battalion without one caster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have to have a play caster. That's true, right? yeah, because of the, the Lord of the Death Guard rule. Yeah, so you, you physically cannot take two of the non-caster HQ choices and mm-hmm. run a battalion. So that mm. and the spell, but the spells are good enough that you do. So uh, yes, to answer the question properly, uh, when we went to the twisted, uh, no, the honor the prince or whatever, oh, war one, of the, the dark prince. Yeah, yes. that was it. The yeah, five, the one with you the and two, I played that one. The two day, yeah. yeah. So I yeah, ran. We all, we all played each other. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did. Yeah, I, did, I didn't get. To, I, I, I was gutted. I missed out on getting getting a game against Chris. You were at the top end and he was very much at the bottom end. I wouldn't worry about that. Um, the aforementioned admin. That pretty you sure Chris lost to Imperial Guard at that point. <laughs> admin is, admin is, is, is bad <laughs> when it comes to Thousand Sons. If you're not, if he was here, he'd be devastated to hear the way we're talking about it. <laughs> yeah. um, I actually ran two casters for exactly that reason so i ran two mm. um malignant plague casters and mm. no other hq slots so no lord of contagion no demon prince um so i ran four minor characters effectively mm-hmm. uh, two malif- uh, two uh, plague casters a biologist putrefier and the obvious foul blightspawn um, and then just fitted him. in as much mm. msu and useful tools as i could into the list um but yeah psychic interrogation or warp ritual are always a factor in every yeah every game but there's a lot of yeah. matchups where you can't play it yes um, if i'm playing my thousand suns and i'm coming into that i'm like great that's points yeah. for me mm. yeah 100 percent. so so yeah it's double-edged sword kind of thing um you're reliant on stranglehold pretty much every game mm-hmm. um you can engage but uh, it's one of those ones that you said about if you get it wrong and you don't maximize every single chance to move, you're going to hurt. You're going to double hurt from that. Yeah. And again, engage is super easy to deny when you're not fast. You just mm-hmm. knock out the few things that are fast and then pin them in and you're done. Yeah. Um, Which is what I tried to do in our game, just by the way, just pin you in with those blood letters and you just feel like, nah, have a slap. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. We will discuss another day why I don't think that was the right play into me, but, 
uh, but then again, another another opponent gets flustered by that, right? So it's really yeah. not. Oh um, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, we're talking about being deep struck on and three d six charged into pretty much your whole army turn one by almost thirty. I, I, I only charged one. It feels scary when you look at it. No, <laughs> that was, that was it. You charged charge one, one unit and then just and screened then my whole lined army. Lined them up to try to say nothing's coming out of here. The problem is that then it was the heroically intervening pox walkers that killed sort of seven or eight of them. Mm. I killed some of them. They yeah. then got back onto the objective, got around me anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I lost enough that basically I didn't pin you in anymore at all. So Yeah, and it's one of those I've played against a few players and they you try and screen someone by doing what you'd normally do and standing in front of mm. them and actually then you realise that the the three inches of movement I've got is only two less than I'd normally have. And yeah. then the 2d6 charge that I'm going to yeah, do against yeah, you that yeah. I can't fail is way more movement than I yeah. would have done if you just stayed yeah. away from me. So sometimes, actually, it's, yeah, you're, you're kind of... Um, Great learning, off, that was. Cutting off your yeah, own... Compounds, uh, you know, compounds yeah. the issue, yeah, for sure. Um, so, so yeah, so if you're not strangleholding well, I don't, I don't think you're scoring 85 very often. Um, mm. And... Uh, and you are almost always having to build lists with to the last in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. If your opponent has built a list that doesn't not, doesn't give away any of the kill um, secondaries, mm. so if you can't grind or you can't no prisoners or you can't bring it down, then you're probably going to have to to the last and accept that if you score ten, then well done. Yes. Just no bad thing, right? No, it can work, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't. You're not expecting to score 100 with Death Guard, that's for sure. No, it's, a, it's an outscore, isn't it? I think this is something. Something some armies are. You, you get some armies with an absolutely flush hand of options that can hit those high 90s, yeah. hundreds, almost whatever the opponent does. Um, and Death Guard are not one of those. They're one of those that no. need to actually beat their opponent, like beat their opponent uh, to win. The yeah, game. <laughs> and it, and sometimes it can feel really horrible because if you do yeah. get all of those things right, you score ninety seven, and oh, if and you they get ruined. getting it all right, they just score nothing, and it's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> yeah. um, like and it's not because you kill. It's not because you killed everything. It's just because they can't they can't take you off things, and they can't stand mm. where they want to stand, or yeah. they're having to spend their whole army shooting something that's irrelevant and not scoring them any points, or yeah, it's yeah. those kind of things. Absolutely. Um, the last thing would be that we're not particularly great at the actions, and that's become a much more mm. prevalent part yeah. of the new Yakman yes. book. Mm-hmm. So I've had to change building lists around being able to action because it was very common practice just to have Death Shroud Terminators and Poxwalkers and nothing else. Yeah. Um, and Poxwalkers can't do actions, and no. um, you don't really want to be doing actions with Death Shroud. You don't, no, you don't. They've got other stuff. Um, expensive, really, isn't it? They're busy yeah, boys. I mean, it's moot now, but there's also still a debate about whether doing an action turn, w- turned off the bodyguard rule. Oh, um, interesting. Yeah. So I never really left it to chance. No, that's wise. Okay. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to run through. We've had we've had some dark days for Death Guard up until very recently, but you've, none, <laughs> you've, you've nonetheless continued to thrive. So I think we should we should talk through that and talk through the sort of the the meta as it's been for the last few months, and then we'll we'll shine the bright lights of, of tomorrow and, and think a little bit about what the balance day slate has offered and what mm. you, what you're seeing as the future for Death Guard. Okay, but let's first let's let's do the the hard times, the dark times. <laughs> I'm led to believe Death Guard haven't had a particularly high win rate for the last few months yours personally has stayed very good so i guess there's two questions there why do you think it's been a difficult time for death guard and what have you done that you think has mitigated that how have you been able to keep digging things out in in a much more hostile meta environment cool 
Um, so if we start with why it got tough for Death Guard in general. Yeah. Um, so the chapter approved points messed around with some of our natural list building options. Yes. So yeah. the Plague Burst callers went down. Yes. To 160, which meant they were um, 15 points cheaper than they were, which was fine. Yeah. But they were always to the last, and you tried to build the rest of your list to be less than 175 points. Yeah, so you could have those uh, three yeah. big tanks. Uh, maybe a Demon Prince with wings who's 185 as your third one, and mm. he's quite easy to hide, and you don't need to missile him about because he's normally buffing and being a threat and stuff like that. So that's great. And then the Death Shroud went up by five points a model. So they become yep. 165, and the Plague Burst Callers become 160, and now you've got a three-man unit with no protection <laughs> against mortal wounds that's now your to the last and that seems horrible yeah. Yeah. so therefore people had to drop you had to choose either you take death shroud and really tech into it or you drop the death death shroud and you stick with the plague burst crawlers and the demon engines and go that way and that's what people probably tried to do january ish now mm. i don't own malefic blight haulers so i was never tempted to do the malefic yeah. blight hauler thing but i still yeah. don't think there was never a part of me that was tempted to go and buy nine of them um mm. So and thank you. Because you're sane. Well, possibly. Yeah. One of the one of the cheaper units to buy nine of. They are is, really cheap. It is actually mm, incredibly it is, cheap. They are really like if but, you compare them to like trying to do <laughs> grotesques or yeah, yeah, yeah. What are the birds that the Jokari get that are like ten pounds for one thought, base so, or something? Yeah. Nuts. yeah. Um, nuts. So yeah, no, they are pretty good value um, for getting you up and running, uh, mm, which is mm. good for that. Um, so yeah, that was a big. That was a big hit um, as part of chapter approved, and Poxwalkers went up by twenty percent. Well, twenty-five. Yeah, twenty uh, percent. Yeah, so they went yeah. from five points to six. Yeah. So two weeks ago, three weeks ago, two weeks ago, I went to St Albans RTT with a uh, Terminus S list that in December of last year would have been a one thousand eight hundred forty-five points. That's wow. insane, isn't it? Crazy. Um, and we're not. We weren't like. Like pulling up trees. Um, well, that was the thing with the timing of those changes, right? It was the it classic like a kick six teeth, months too late. A bunch of changes targeted a brief period when Death Guard were stronger that mm. actually hadn't had ceased to have any competitive relevance, right? They weren't. They were. They were strong. They were fine, but they weren't. They weren't dominating yeah. top five. It was, five. It was an army that you that could much of a hit as well. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was an army that you could go to a GT, and if you had a really good performance and the right matchups, you could go four and one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, pretty much, you know, yeah. and and even even you know at the heights of um, Leicester for you, Tom, um, you know the Death Guard, the Death Guard guys that outperformed me on that day was still was still four and one. Yeah, that was that was that was right at the top, and I think I think he I think he, I think he was taking Mortari, and it was it was non it was. Oh, for sure. Yes. Yeah. There was, there was, there was a little clutch of people that did some work with Mortarian in the list at that time. Um, so, and then obviously that coincides with, um, the boogeymen arriving all at the same time. So custodes, Tau and most recently Eldar, um, they pose different challenges to what was already in the meta 
because of the nerf to orcs, the nerf to admech, and yeah. the, and the big enough changes to Drukari. I never, I was, I felt like I was getting somewhere with Drukari. If I'm honest, I was trying to solve. I was, I was getting close to solving the puzzle. Um, but um, but yeah, the hit to Talos right at the back end of chapter approved was just enough. I think to um, yeah. Yeah, Jakari got pushed back to a way of playing that I think Death Guard like because it's actually not many wounds yeah. on the board. It's cool, it's fast, but it, it doesn't like mortals in any way. So yeah. again, bad Jakari players fall over and get at up by Death Guard armies. I know and I'm the best Jakari players, <laughs> even even to his own admission, the uh, Mr. Dom, yeah. um, you know, undisputed one of the best Jakari players any of us have ever met, yeah. um, goes and plays Harlequins for a month. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. So, sure. yeah, you yeah. know, it, it's also those little nails in the coffin. That, that makes a big difference, doesn't it? Not just, yep. It's not just that your army got worse. It's actually that the best players aren't even playing it anymore. The players so you to have a chance against yeah, them. Yeah. They've gone and picked yeah, something yeah. else that can smash you in the face. Um, yeah. And for us, the, uh, the biggest challenge I was finding is that I could write a list to beat Custodes and I could write a list to have a game against Harlequins, um, but I couldn't write the same list to do both. Yeah, mm. for sure. Uh, and but then again, but again, can anyone? I don't know. At, at, at that time, yeah. three weeks ago, uh, <laughs> no. if you add Tau into the mix as well, I don't, I don't know if anyone had a solution that could beat oh, all no three way. of them other than Custos. <laughs> Not at all. Um, Not at all. But it, it compounded the issue, didn't it? In, in a situation where you'd already been dealt a few things you needed to adapt to, you also just had these big, big yeah, heavy hitters big, swinging around. Big books, big big books coming out with a lot of really good answers for power armor. Mm. Yeah, uh, effectively, at a time where you were having to drop your terminators and pick up power armor. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that was that was noticeable, and I, and I still had some pretty good games. I I, I was yeah. really, I was lucky enough to play oh, a chap that runs Goonhammer. Oh, Grover, James Grover. Yeah, so I was lucky yeah. enough to play him uh, in game one at um, at that event and lost by a point um, so into a, a into a pretty solid mixed. Uh, list with all the jazz striking scorpions and the howling banshees and mm. um you know unit shining spears and a nasty autark and all the and a night spinner and all the, all the jazz mm. um but when he wanted to he sure can just looked at a unit and it fell over mm. so, <laughs> i'll do so that it's one of those yeah. yeah um so yeah that was probably some of the the tougher yeah. The tougher parts of the last three months. Um, what did I do right? Yeah, I was going to say because you know your your own win rate remained very good, and you you yeah, kept playing kept, great performances. So playing. what was key? Yeah, I think that playing. is a big thing, That's isn't a huge it? Part of it? That's a huge yeah. thing. We've, we've, you actually you didn't piss off and play something else. <laughs> there's a bit of that. I'm so guilty of that. There's a bit of that. I also the, um, I've been flaking. I'm back now. It's fine. <laughs> The is it stubbornness? I don't know. Maybe that's why I like the faction. Don't know. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, what have I been doing right? Uh, sticking to my guns on a few things. Um, I think that it is a faction, and it's not just me. I think, or maybe it is me. Maybe it's why the faction works for me. I don't know. Um, uh, it isn't getting very deep and meaningful. Um, I think it's a faction that benefits <laughs> do on this podcast. hugely from you knowing your opponent well. Really yes. well. Oh, you, yeah, don't, you don't just need to rock up with your list and know how all of your combinations work for you to win. In fact, your best gains are normally made in understanding 
what's your profile? What's, what's your toughness and save? What's my efficiency into you? And what's your efficiency into me? And how can I manipulate mm. that with, you know, choosing what unit I cast onto, choosing what unit I deny you from killing at the right time or forcing you to go change your ordering where you really wanted to shoot your melter guns at this, but you can't, um, you know, I've played into plenty of Iron Hands players who will bring down the horrible drop pod of Doom <laughs> only to get screened out get, by Pops get, Walkers, get target, target the thing yeah. that they want to kill and go, well, actually, I'm willing to spend 4.4 CP on Cloud of Flies, so you can't yeah. shoot that Terminator unit. And now you're going to shoot nine, eight, melt- <laughs> eight, eight multi-melters into Pops Walkers. <laughs> <laughs> You know, kill 12 of them. I'm going to bring seven back and be halfway towards you and then charge you next turn and they all die. So it's those types of things. But you can only do that if you play enough games. And if you pick up a new army, sometimes you spend so much time worrying about your army that you're not also learning the meta. And we don't get to play five games a week like we would do if it was our job. (laughs) You get to play maybe once a week, once every two weeks. You get to watch some back reps and listen to some, some great podcasts. So you need to make the most of every rep. Yeah. And I think, yeah, veering too far from the path of your Mm. faction um, makes it really difficult. And I've played against lots of players that turn up either to the club or turn up to tournaments with the new hotness and... And you, turn them, and, you can turn, and you can turn them over because they don't know it. Yes. They don't know Indeed. exactly what it kills. They're still learning no. themselves, you know, yeah, ran into sure. a brand new Leviathan list and it sounded horrible and it had 12 hive guard and it all looks brilliant, but you don't quite know exactly what it kills. And you leave both contemptors mm. on the guy left both contemptors on one wound and they turned around and mowed his army down <laughs> because, because you didn't quite know what the efficiencies were. And it's little yeah. things where you can, where you get rewarded from your reps. Um, yeah. And that harks back to episode six that you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, you're completely right. Um, um, because the, the advantage of you sticking and doubling down on what you already know and is that then that extra brain space can go into understanding what they're doing, right? And figuring yeah. them out and, and, and identifying exactly the tools you already have yeah. to do that. Yeah. And this is the interesting thing with the balance slate. I've had the same thing where it's like, with Gene Sealer Cults, I'm kind of like, oh, well, I'm still only re- really figuring out what they just do now, so I don't really know what I do with this to deal with that. But mm. my Drakari brain goes, oh, you just get that and that, slap that, soak faction on that, yeah. and jobs are good, and off you go. You're ready to go. You've played it, well, you've got you've... The, it, it's, it's embedded, right? But you can't manufacture that overnight. And so yeah. that's where, yeah, sticking at the faction and persevering through the hard times has made you made you a, a much stronger force to be reckoned with. It's very yeah, cool. we're lucky. We're lucky we, you know, we... We have access to a lot of people that. Oh, we play in a den of great, killers, Stuart. I'm trying to flower it up, but it's really not. Oh, I, 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 I love, love it. Takes, I love it. They're killers, one and all. Yeah. It takes quite a lot of solace. I, I think I put in one of the WhatsApp chats. Like, I tried to take a, a, a casual list on a Monday night to the club once. Oh, you can't do that. I'll never do it again. <laughs> yeah, no, you never can't do, do that. it again. Because it's just, you know, it's not what, it's not what other people, unless you work really hard with your opponent to make something work but yeah. that's what you do with your mate that you play every other week and you see each yeah. other quite often and you yeah, want to yeah. try something out but actually i treat those mondays at, uh in leighton buzzards like tournament games oh it's the gym man it's absolutely yeah. the 40k yeah, gym absolutely. without a doubt um, yeah, yeah. and you know the last two or three games i've played you know i've 
like insisted on people taking the filthiest thing they have or whatever they want, went four and one with at the last tournament they went you to. Have. You have. Because how you get better? Yeah, right? you've done you've done the good thing, and I've, you've, I've seen that you've been you it, and that was during you know during the the sad times of the last few yeah. few weeks. You, yeah, were, you were seeking out custodes, you were seeking out Tau, you were seeking by out Tau, pounded by custodes, it. and then you were going rewarded. and finding those things, right? Yeah, and so I played into custodes on the Monday night and got got my got handed to me by. Uh, and I learned my lessons. I overexposed. I didn't think he could kill as much as he did. And he did. And then I couldn't kill as much as I needed to. I was like, right, fine. I, I need to do this. I need to actually, I still need to hide. I was, I was running term and assessed. I was running a hundred box walkers. I was like, I still need to hide. I still need to, I still need to have assets in the late game. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, managed to, to drag out a win against, um, uh, not an emperor's chosen actually, a, a shadow, Keep, shadow keepers oh yeah uh, shadow keepers, the other yeah. custodes good stuff the yeah very which nice is one. minus yeah. one attack when you only have two attacks per model yeah. minus one attack <laughs> is a lot quite, that's quite painful yeah um so yeah so yeah i think i think that's the biggest thing to take and i i don't think it just uh, it definitely doesn't just apply to death guard um no i think that's great advice generally yeah definitely if you can free um, up that mental capacity to as you said, to free up your own mental capacity by understanding whatever you need to do, just so that you can then look at your opponent and sort of say, "What are they? What are their puzzles?" Um, yeah. yeah, you know, there's you're only even, certain amount of processing power in my brain. That's for sure. You're even practicing and getting reps in asking the right questions. Mm. What questions do I need to know the answers to for my army to work better? Yes. What What in your army can do this? Tell that's me about. about so- tell me about what what in your list does x y or z yeah. you know what's the majority of your profile like have you got more strength seven stuff more strength five stuff you know what what is it that i need to understand yeah. to to not be asking those questions in turn three when it's too late but to have a plan that affects turn one and two because i understand um my army well enough to to pick to cherry pick the right questions to ask without basically asking someone to read me their codex, which no one's mm. going to do. For um, for our aspiring Death Guard players, Stuart, what kind of questions would you be asking as a Death Guard player? Um, so, or your sort of key key. key yeah. Questions. So, um, if I've seen that they've plugged into say some expensive units, because you know, you, even when you're looking at someone's list from a tournament perspective on on BCP, you can see the points. So if mm-hmm. you can see something's quite expensive, um, you, you need to understand its its profile, its 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 capacity, its it, where its efficiencies are. Um, so whether that be you know high volume strength five AP one, or whether it's lots of strength seven AP three damage two, um, like plasma, I'm picking in my head like well okay what's the nastiest thing you can put out there for 400 points right now it's a huge crisis bomb isn't it mm-hmm. so you need to understand like what's it doing and what does it want to kill to get its best efficiency from me mm-hmm. um and how do i line it up and then cloud of flies um, <laughs> um have they got any way of heroically intervening can they heroically intervene six yeah um, is huge right now. I think it's one of the best plays it's in the huge. game um, yeah. for getting it wrong. Um, how reliant on rerolls are you? Because um, I play a lot of Motarian's Anvil, which allows mm-hmm. me to throw out these big auras of no rerolls. Um, but a lot of the time, that requires setup. It requires me 
spending points in the command phase and then casting a psychic power. But if if they don't rely on rerolls because they're orcs, then you're <laughs> wasting your CP and your time even mm. casting that spell and doing that thing. So I know when I play an orc player, I'm not relying on sending the gloaming bloat out to be a nuisance anywhere. I might use it to turn off overwatch but i'm not using it for that whereas if i'm playing against space breeze and he's taken oath of moments he's going to park a thousand points in the middle of the board and i can go well here's a 12 inch aura of no rerolls thanks very much mm. then it's pretty horrible you know i mean we've just yeah. seen an army get nerfed probably too hard because they had a one cp strat to turn off rerolls well i can do it with a warlord trait in two places in my yeah. on the board and cover these huge pockets of no rerolls if i get it right yeah yeah, yeah. um so it's things like that um really that's uh, great yeah um uh, last thing would be um yeah. advance and charge as well and things yes. that rely on counts as charging yes um, i remember you asking that in our game actually yeah <laughs> what in what in your army is turned on it effectively it has all yeah. of their cool stuff turned on by it charged mm. um mm. And then i guess what you're thinking is then all right what well, i need to the way i counter that is with my foul blight spawn yeah where do I? Where does that need to be placed to get the maximum benefit? Where, where are they going to try and hit with, with yeah. their units? How, how do I make sure that the one place you've got to throw those ten howling banshees, which rel- literally every every bullet point on their data slate is <laughs> when they charge, this cool thing happens. When they charge, yeah, this yeah. cool thing happens, um, and you just go, well, you don't count as charging, so you're dead because you're a toughness two elf now. Because you're um, an elf. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Those are probably the the three, the three biggest okay. ones for for me. I'm trying to think of yeah. what I've got caught out with in the past for not asking questions. Yeah. Um, as well, which is which is kind of kind of a big one as well. But yeah, uh, th- those would I would say were the the tech the tech choices, mm-hmm. the foul blight spawn, the re rolls, and understanding strength strength profiles of ranged attacks if you get those three things right then you can normally um you can normally get yourself in a scrap um, great i'd say nice very nice um and so to the good times so to yeah, the, we go. the, new, we're excited. the new the new changes i get too excited balance data slate has brought a couple of big things for death guard it has given you obsec on all your terminators mm-hmm. your death shroud and your blight lords um, in a move that obviously Thousand Times already had this on their terminators, so there's a case yeah. made that it was about bloody time that they got I agree. That. I remember um, when they came out, I was like, I mean, I don't want to go too down, down this guy I will get on a soapbox, but I'm still, <laughs> if we're going to give away Obsec to Death Guard Terminators, which I own 30 of or something ridiculous, then I think we should give a four up Invon to Scarab Occult Terminators. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, when that book came out, it was one of the things I was most surprised about was that they yeah. didn't come with it. Yeah. Um, In my head, they do have it. They don't know. Yeah, yeah no. don't. it's because you always cast the spell on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, absolutely. I think interestingly, uh, the comparison for me between the Death Guard Terminators isn't with the Scarab Occult. The the big one for me is with with the Grey Knights. Okay. 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 Um, Tell us more. Two two units to do uh, dip, the same kind of stalwart stand there, be a pain in your in your backside with obs- mm. like and do that kind of job. I think that the Scarber Cult Terminators um, are actually way more of the hammer 
They're the incision piece, aren't they? Yeah, they're they're exactly. Whereas, I I just don't think you're wrong. But um, but I, I don't think I would use occult terminators the same way I use blight lords. No, but I see are, people, if people are now going to start leaning into grey knight terminators, they will start using them more like I use my blight lords, where I want to be the second wave, come up. They're not a frontline fighter. They come in late. They want to be there turn three, four, and five when you've run out of efficiency. I've started to chip away at the things that are really good at killing them, and then they're still there mm. right at the end being a right pain in the bum. And now they're going to be even worse because they're going to be doing that and be obsec. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's certainly a big change um, for the Death Guard and totally, unexpl- totally out of left field, right? Oh, yeah, no one saw it coming. Um <laughs> So really interesting. I'm surprised they also gave it to the Death Shroud. I, it would have been interesting if they yeah. just given it to the Blight Lords and left yeah. the Death Shroud as like this elite bodyguard thing. Them oh, getting no, obsessed was rock and almost roll, odd. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do I want so to run a five-man Death Shroud unit now? Just that's kind of what it feels like with on them. Someone's it, face? Does, it does feel mm. like big brick. So I ran six at, at this fun event we did the other day and goodness six was six was very fun, fun. event six deaths round out yeah well it was funny it, they oh, were Tom. funny they were very very funny they do, um, they, they do a serious amount of harm do you need do you need that many deaths though because they no, you don't six deaths out eliminates I was, anything I was, also piss, I was pissing around with mortarian's chosen sons and i just wanted six seven seven of them fired at the two damage on the poof flame but that's what i wanted that was, all, that was what, what literally the only you, reason i ran it was so that i could do that and it didn't do any damage to anything <laughs> unfortunately but it was awesome when i did it i enjoyed myself so there's that there's the obsec yeah. terminators but there's also of course armor of contempt yeah. AOC, which is the the real true game changer, which Huge. has obviously meant that all of your heretic Astartes keyword units are now minus one APing things that are trying to hurt. Yeah, this is everything barring pox walkers, I presume, for uh, pretty much right? cultists and so uh, cultists, cultists. Yeah, yeah. so it's, but yeah, pretty much everything. Hailspawn get it. Yes, they do. Yes. Oh, that's cheeky. That's uh, they've only got a fold up save, so it's not that yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a chaos yeah. spawner into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, I mean, my chaos spawner not. Uh, unfortunately, yeah, they 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 tried really hard to put in a really nice little thing for them, and then they slightly overcosted it, and it doesn't quite work. Um, mm. But it's it's one of those. I I, I um. Lee's had much more success with with Zinchian spawn, spawn than I ever I will. The, um, spawn in my list get running ones. <laughs> yeah, spawn <laughs> with the four pin one, and I think my strat for spawn your strat's way better. Than yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, like, so that's I, it's it's interesting. Um, I yeah, think where do, you, where do you think it takes things? What's the direction now? How are you? Gonna it's a huge double edged sword. Yeah. Um, Because if we see a increase in the amount of other power armor that now comes back into what you expect to play game one, two, three in a tournament, Mm -hmm. we're not actually very well equipped to kill them. No. Okay. Because because our high volume is low AP, and Mm. our big take the dash round. It's four death shroud for fifty-five points is four attacks hitting on threes mm. because it's minus one to hit with the scythe yeah. if you do the big hit at strength seven. Yeah. So even, it, you know, more often than not against toughness four, you're wounding on twos. Great. Rerolling ones. Great. Four attacks. It's lovely. It's, it sounds brilliant. And that's AP three. But if you've, if they've gone minus one attack or 
you know, turned off your re-rolls or they're transhuman, like a lot of Marines and custodes and stuff can be, then your efficiency mm-hmm. actually goes back to, well, actually I'm more efficient in my damage one profile and doing twice as many attacks because I'm better off wounding you on threes, re-rolling ones with twice as many, right? That's th- what yeah. the maths tells you. Um, but the problem with that is the sweep attacks and things like that are all AP1. Yes. So now you run into Terminators and you're like, oh, I've got to do my big hits and I've got to run the risk of RNG messing up my chances of hitting and I don't quite wound as many times as I like and I don't kill them um, or I'm giving them a two-up save. So, And that's the same across the whole army. Interestingly, one of the only ones not really affected by it is the Blight Lords because... AP0. Um, zero. <laughs> AP0 zero anyway, yeah, so what, what, with their shooting, that is. Yes. Um, but then the debate then rages about, well, do you take the AP3 swords at strength yeah. 5, or do you take AP2 axes at strength 6? Um, I, I will continue to take axes predominantly, so I think it's better. But um, It's nice to win on 2 you running 1s, isn't it? There's also quite a lot of toughness 6 in the game. Mm. Um and toughness six becomes toughness five for Death Guard. Yeah. So it's a really nice pinch point. Um, so yeah, I think Armor of Contempt is by no doubt going to, you know, give a lot of people hope with mm-hmm. Death Guard and with all Marine factions, whether it be Sisters, um, Astartes, etc. Mm. Is it is it going to launch us into... Um, you know, winning, winning super majors. I don't think so. <laughs> no, there's probably um, still too many other issues out there at the moment. I, but the nice thing is that they, I, I feel that um, the changes that they have made, I think they bring a lot, a lot of armies closer to fifty, fifty-five percent, and a lot of armies that were at thirty up to forty-five percent. Yeah. And isn't that oh, yeah. what we all wanted anyway, right? I oh, very, very, exactly very much it. so, yeah. And I think that's the other important thing is that maybe it doesn't get them to winning Super Majors, but it does mean is that a bunch of people are going to try. Yeah, yeah. And that's exciting, right? I, that's, yeah, I think that's what you want. That sort of the three and two and the four on one category will be so much more diverse than it has been in yeah. the yeah. past three to six months. Yeah. Uh, and I think that, I mean, I'm over the moon with the change. Yeah. Um, for, oh, for 100%. Reason, as much as half my armies have power armor. So. <laughs> yeah. The reverse is also then true of saying, well, one of the things that Death Guard are very good at, and probably one of the reasons why they got a little bit heavy handed with some nerfs and stuff, is they're actually very good in Space Marines. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. They love it. Um, so I'm kind of okay with it. If yeah. everyone goes and gets their white scars back out again, then, the uh, then I'm going to be loving life. You this know, is the thing. If, it's, so, if, it's part, if it's party in the middle meta, yeah. Death Guard, like a few armies you from that, take that sort of early stage and, of ninth, yeah. you like that. Try lot, and chop right? me up with a whole book that's full of damage too. I'll be loving that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that That will be the interesting thing. Are people going to drop their tower? Are they going to drop their Harlequins now and go back to the thing they actually loved? Because if you're going to win 50% of your games with an army you just picked up because it was winning 70%, but you could also win 50% of your games with the army you actually loved because you've collected it since you were a child and you've always yeah. wanted to run an army of beaky marines ever since the second edition rule book. <laughs> then, you know, I'm a, am, I, am I speaking my own childhood fantasy there? One day, <laughs> one, one day it will happen. I will run that Crimson Fist full beaky oh, army. Oh, really? Oh, my as, word. That is the, that is the hobby that. project I want I one day. I would enjoy that. Yeah. I, do, I love Crimson Fist. Um, you never see them about, but no, that's it. Pardo, Pardo does it, doesn't he? That's yes, he does. Um, so yeah, so that's that. That's made a big 
a big shift. And yeah, it squeezes the middle a little bit. But yeah. there's also changes on the data slate that hurt some of the things that we did really well. Can I guess that that is indirect? Uh, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, so bodyguard. the change. Bodyguard, bodyguard yeah. Oh, yeah, so, bodyguard as well. So, yes. so, body, so bodyguard going then goes back to the, well, what secondaries do you choose? Well, normally I'd take what ritual. I'd stand in the middle. I'd bodyguard through a wall, and Typhus can stand there and do warp ritual and not get shot at. Well, I can't yeah. do that anymore. Yeah, yeah. So now, just to do my secondary, I'm probably throwing a unit away more than I was before. Mm. So now am I going to have to rethink how I do that? I don't know. Mm. Um, so that's one thing. And then, yeah, if I want to stranglehold and you're playing on quite a heavy board, well, one of the best ways to stranglehold is just to make sure you kill that five-man Marine unit that's standing on the back objective. Mm-hmm. Well, if my Plague Burst call is now hitting on fours with D6 shots and that Space Marine unit is effectively getting a two-up save in cover against a yeah. Plague Burst crawler, that doesn't. I'm not killing five of them. No. No way. So, so now I'm choosing how, how do I win stranglehold in a, in a different way that isn't just the get out of jail free card of landing three strength eight D six AP minus two shots on top of them. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, um, it's given with one and taken away with the other. Um, but going full circle with it, it's a lovely diverse book. So if I want to put the plague burst crawlers on the shelf, I've got plenty of other ways to pad out 2,000 points that I feel can play the mission and do a job. Nice. So I have a question for you. Yeah. A simple one. Volkite Contemptors, are they back? Yeah. Yeah, they're back. They are back. Yeah, because yeah, they, they don't back? care they about back? Armour of Contempt. Yeah, yeah, are they yeah. back with Tollkeeper as well? Yeah. They? Yeah. I'm looking at them thinking, yeah, I, I love it. And with the strap for mine to make them AP1, when relevant, mm-hmm. still very, very good. They also, they, 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 I also love elves. One, one contemptor, one contemptor trades really nicely into three hundred and ninety points of void weavers now. Yeah. Well, yeah. There you go. That's a really good trade for one hundred and seventy points worth of contemptor yeah. versus three hundred and ninety points of void weaver that can quite happily you can fail four of those saves and take four mortal wounds and you've just lost two of them. Yeah. Um, so that's nice to have in your back pocket. Um, they kill shield drones really nicely. Mm, um yeah. so if you're chipping away at that custodes you that um crisis suit unit um to get rid of all the drones so that when you do get in there you you're getting maximum bang for your buck with your combat or or what else else you're doing it can be good mm. um they probably die the next turn like if you show them to a tower i mean they're dead but at least you might get one turn where they do something um they're pretty poor into custodes uh, and they're great into marines. Um, they're decent enough into orcs. Um, so yeah, I think um, I'll, I'll def- I've definitely written a handful of lists now that are two contemptors and no plague burst crawlers. Yeah. yeah, that seems the natural way for me. And the rest of the, is just going into what bodies? Just armor on the ground. Yeah. Mm. Um. Obviously, we've discussed a number of the, the big bads, Stuart, mm. um, but what we haven't discussed yet is the newest and hungriest of the big bads. <laughs> um, obviously, Tyranids are now here. Um, yeah. They are really looking to shake things up. I mean, I'm hearing disgusting things coming out of that book. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do you think Death Guard face into the new Tyranids? Have you played them yet? I guess is question one. No. No? No, I haven't. No, I've, I've done my bit. Um, I try and take a bit of pride in understanding understanding the meta a bit um 
the mortal wounds were a problem. Yeah. Um, so I don't think we, as much as I'd love it, and I've seen people writing the lists that are all Plague Marines and Terminators, and it sounds <laughs> great, and everything's obsec and power armor, and let's make the yeah. most of armor of contempt. It's like if you don't have forty poxwalkers standing in front yeah. of all of that, it's dead. Yeah, yeah, 24 really dead. Yeah, yeah, the zombies have to have to buy can deep strike in turn one as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that's that's an issue. Um, I'm I'm in a weird position with Death Guard. Death Guard played really well into Crusher. Interesting. Um, or at least I was lucky enough to. I I should have lost. A, uh, there's one game I definitely should have lost and. You know, he knows who he is and he's too nice a guy and we, we messed up and we didn't ask the right questions of each other at the beginning. Um, and yeah, so we got there in the end, getting annihilated by a bio Titan. But um, <laughs> other than other than that, um, yeah, I, I've never lost to Tyranids um, in ninth, which is weird, right? Um, I think the new, I think the new book... It's difficult. I think we both want to do quite a lot of the same things. Yeah, that was what I was going to say. Um, we want to play all the phases. We yeah. want to have a bit of everything. We've got some big stuff that hits stuff really hard. We've got some little stuff that wants to stand there and win the game for you. Um, it's whether people will get too obsessed with the big shiny thing in the Tyranids book and and just try and kill you. Mm. Yeah, and go right. Look Is at all this stuff that can kill you, and everything's mm. going to kill you. And it's like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> but if you're not standing yeah. on the objective, then you lose. Yeah. So I don't know. It's it's. I I haven't yet seen. I've seen a couple of lists that I really like the look of because they're actually really balanced. But the ones that people are saying, look at this list. Look how scary it is. It's going to do all of this. And I look at it and go, yeah, it's pretty scary. But it's not winning you the win. mission, right? Yeah. Mm. So I don't mm. think that the scariest list is going to be the list that wins tyranids gt yeah yeah does that make sense mm -hmm. um which is which is good book design i guess because you don't want the skew to also be the most powerful thing you can do mm -hmm. no. um i think we're going to struggle i can't i can't i can't say anything but that they are going to they are going to cause ripples and they are going they they're an army that people love and it's something that a lot of people that are Tyranids players are going to drop everything else they were doing in their life <laughs> to get their Tyranids this back their out chance. again. This is their chance. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know? and, and they will make hay while the sun shines and they will love it and all for it. Absolutely all for it. Because I think it's a it. wicked faction that deserves yeah. to be in 40k. Um, and really, for me, there's only one There's only one thing that needs a little bit of a solve, and the rest of it I quite like the look of. I think the warriors are balanced. I think that they're a good troops choice, but they'll die. I think that the little bugs are still little bugs, and they'll still die. Um, <laughs> and if it wasn't for Armour of Contempt, I'd probably not be saying that. Because there's a lot of Strength 5 AP1 coming out in that book, yeah. isn't there? I was going to say, actually, they're outside of the psychic powers, which is sort of that's that's the headline grabbers. Actually, a lot of their other shooting has been nerfed pretty much on release, right? Uh, in terms yeah. of in terms of what it can actually. Yeah, do. yeah, yeah. They didn't fack mm. the book, but what they did no. is they made everyone else <laughs> yeah. survive it a yeah. little bit better. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Hive Guard going away helps. Oh goodness, yeah. Um, although there's still the Tyrant Guards, um, Hive Tyrant play that people are going to do mm. until the, the you can solve tyrant. it. 
comes down and pisses off that one. Well, yeah, all running two of them. Yeah. One that comes, one that flies, does its job, hits something. Another one that comes out of deep strike, kills something. And the yeah. one that flew forward goes in back into the warp. And the one that deep striked can move its full 17 inch move after All combat. So yeah, it's, it's like you, you play this fight, but then if you know that that's what they're going to do, then you just kill the hive guard, the hive <laughs> guard and then you, or the tyrant guard and then you solve your problem. Right. So, yeah. um, yeah, it's janky, I guess, but it's not Celestine chaining out with bodyguard onto the mid objective and being untouchable. <laughs> so, no, and we all that. dealt with that eventually. We did. We did. So, some of us just super smited her in one go. Yeah, I'm not in a privileged enough. To get up. <laughs> I'm not in a privileged enough position to know. I've got a game on the 29th, hopefully, um, against Ace. Yeah. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so yeah, we need to talk lists and try and balance that out so that he can showcase as much as possible, and I don't just get tabled. Oh, is this going to be a recorded game? Mm. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, nice. Very nice. So that'll be fun. Um, he, likes, he likes venom cannons. Interesting. Say that much. I've been playing uh, once. Uh, he likes seven, Venom Cannons. Turn six? The damage four, that's all I know. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Well, da- damage four, perfect, right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Right. Pretty, pretty sweet. Um, but you normally pay the price for that kind of weapon. Oh, you guess, do. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not tons of them. In the I think yeah, it's a weird thing that I'm ha- hearing about the niches. They're actually quite expensive. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting anywhere near as much. I played Mike... Um, from the club yeah. at the last RTT on the Sunday game three. Um, and he was like, yeah, I don't get anywhere near this much. No, no, no. Um, I think there's better for everybody. You get more, I'm sure you can play a swarmy version if you like, but it's backbreaking to play that many models. I'd rather play yeah. less. Than good. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think, um, again, balance, isn't it? I played, a, I'd advise anyone to do it. And I realized we're kind of running over time, but I'd advise That's anyone right. to try playing a game where you change the rule of three to the rule of one. Oh, it's good. Yeah. Just to learn your book a bit. Mm, well, yeah. I played a 1500 point game with a friend and just one of everything. Yeah. Um, and it, it's hilarious to kind of go, Whoa, I can't throw that away. Cause it's the only thing that can deal with that. And, <laughs> um, you know, those kind of things. And I think that, um, I'd, I'd love it if more books lent into, a variety of tools rather than just mm. here have have my three have three of my best elite option and three of my best fast attack and three of my best heavy support and that's yeah. all you're gonna that's all you're gonna see until they nerf it right mm. so hopefully for the tyranid players as well there's enough diversity but um i think death guard death guard is certainly not going to make that book go away I'd just like no. to thank you at that point, Stuart, for giving the internet the next thing for, to make Chris do for his next tournament, the rule of one list, which oh, almost certainly yeah. he's going to go for that. Yeah. Um, let's, well, we'll felt, I reckon the AdMech could do that. I agree. He basically did that, actually, with his randomly rolled with list. With the randomly Admet, rolled Admet, list, yeah. AdMech rule of one list. You've got Admet. enough of everything. You're like, you've got enough troops, yeah. you've got enough HQs. I mean, I know you want to run two marshals, really, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think you could have loads of fun running a rule of one. Yeah. one oh, and remember, it's, you could still max it. So it, it would just be six six punchy bots. That'd be yeah. amazing. That would be amazing. I'll tell you what, it in, won't be. In Riser, like a hero. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Except cool. no substitutes. Nice. Um, so yeah, that's pretty, much, that's pretty much us. I'm really excited for 
list building again. Yeah. Yes, I was going to say you you you're you're happy to march into this new era with Death Guard. You're still you're still going to carry on with them for the time being. Yeah, yeah. I, I I'd like to finish this whole season. I think. Yeah. I would love it. Nothing would give me more joy than finishing the season and seeing your name at the top. That would be awesome. I'm praying to Nurgle for you that you yeah, can keep likewise. doing whatever the magic is that you found. And yeah. Likewise. Keep rolling. Yeah, um, it would be amazing it's been, to see that. It's been good. I think there's, uh, the, the cynic in me um, holds no expectations for it. I mean, you're still British, so you can't sort of have too much. That's true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, last season there was 1300 players that played at least one tournament of Death Guard. And right now there's less than 380 registered. Mm. Wow. So Mm. it's a big drop off in players. So either lots of people come back or I continue to be at the top of a smaller pool. Either which way way we will continue to, to, to try and get better by learning via player the same army and i think there's there's a lot to be said for that fantastic that's great well we're looking forward to seeing how you get on and uh, we're we're all behind you let's see how it goes (laughs) thanks very much for sharing your wisdom it's actually been been really really enjoyable i think a great faction to kick kick this this sort of sub-series off with um thanks for making the time for us no it's been an absolute pleasure thank you for having me thank you Stuart. all right good night everybody bye-bye bye now go and do something else